What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Green Pastures. Hope you guys are doing well. My name is Noah Woodward, and I'm the founder and producer of Green Pastures Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about finding refreshment in God. And my main text is going to be Psalm 23, and we're going to go through the whole chapter. As you guys know, the world, and as you guys have experienced, as we've all experienced, the world can be a very draining environment. Uh, No matter where you go or what you're doing, uh, you're constantly being drained. If you're going to the gym, if you're going to the grocery store, if you're at work, if you're at a a social event, um, no matter where you are really, most of the places that you're going and most of the things that you're doing, um, even when you're at home and you're just doing chores or you're just, just hanging out at home, even that can be draining sometimes. And it's just the way it is. It's, there's no, uh, changing that. It's just the way the world is. And, um, and, and we're constantly being drained. There's, um, there's just no getting around that. Something that that uh, one of my old school teachers said in Bible college, uh, his name is David Price. He said that we are leaky vessels. And he might have gotten that quote from someplace else, but he said, we are leaky vessels. And I really think that's true, that that everywhere we go, everywhere, everything we're doing, we're always leaking um stuff we're always leaking our energy we're always leaking uh our energy resources in everything that we're doing and the world just drains you spiritually emotionally or mentally and physically and that's just kind of the way it is and because we're constantly being drained we constantly need to be refilled and psalm 23 is uh a very well-known psalm, even I think a lot of unbelievers even know Psalm 23 and even maybe just the first part that the Lord is my shepherd. Um, and but something about this psalm is just it's it's one of the most refreshing and encouraging psalms uh, in scripture that I know of. It's one of my favorite scriptures and it's just a good chapter to meditate on. And I know that it's, it's so well known and, and a lot of people have preached on it and I don't want it to get stale. I don't want it to be, um, I don't want us to just get used to it and, and forget the truths in it. I think there's some really valuable truths in this Psalm. And before I get started into the main, uh, portion, I just want to share a quote from Charles Spurgeon that, Uh, really applies to this message. Charles Spurgeon says, We have all things and abound, not because I have a good store of money in the bank, not because I have skill 
and wit with which to win my bread, but because the Lord is my shepherd. And just that frame of mind is a very healthy frame of mind for us to have and to remember that the, that we, no matter where we are, what we're going through, our ultimate source for, for strength, for uh, provision is the Lord because the Lord is our shepherd. And I want to share just five points just going through Psalm 23. And, and the first point is that the Lord is our shepherd. And in modern day, we don't really know what that means. I mean, the Lord is our shepherd. You don't see, at least in America, you don't see shepherds. I mean, there's, there are farms and there are uh, places where they raise sheep. But you really don't think of them as shepherds. You just think of them as general farmers. Um, so we, I don't know that many people know what shepherds really, what that really means in, uh, in our context. Uh, but the, the main thing that shepherds mean is provision. Um, shepherds were always, they were just with the sheep. Um, they were, you know, they provided for the sheep for every need, wherever the sheep were, wherever the shepherd was leading them. They would need water. They would need fresh uh, grass. They would need to be um, sheared. They would need to be cleaned. Uh, when they would get wounded, they would need to be healed. And um, and that's just what a shepherd does. They They watch over the sheep. They... They care for the sheep. Uh, they just care for the entire health and well-being of sheep. And in Scripture, uh, we are God's sheep. And so this, this uh, chapter just means that God is taking care of every need that we have, that every need that we could ever have, He takes care of it. And he takes us to places of rest. If, uh, I'll read verse 1 and 2 of Psalm 23. He says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And so the, what the psalmist is saying, and the psalmist is David, he says, you know, he, the Lord is my shepherd. And David had a very... Uh, deep understanding of what it meant to be a shepherd because he himself was a shepherd for, uh, you know, the first quarter of his life. He was the youngest of his brethren, of his household. And so because of that, he was a shepherd because uh, the youngest was usually the shepherd. And so he was out in the fields all the time uh, with his sling, with his rod and his staff, with his his harp or his flute or whatever instrument he, he played. Um maybe both, and uh, you know, he was out, and he, so he knew what it meant to be a shepherd. He understood that, that a shepherd took care of the sheep, that a shepherd uh, cared for the sheep. They, he watched over the sheep. He protected the sheep. He fed the sheep. He sheared the sheep. And everything that he did was for the sheep. And so the psalmist sees these aspects and these character traits in God when he spent time in the presence of God. And he's saying, the Lord is my shepherd. And it is a revelation that, wow, like I, I am a sheep. I am as dumb as a sheep and I am as helpless as a sheep. Sheep really have no defense. 
They have no way to defend against wolves. They're just helpless. And even when they're going to sac- be sacrificed, they don't make a peep. They just, they are so defenseless and helpless. And, and David recognized that we are sheep in God's eyes and that God cares for us just like he shepherds care for sheep. In verse 2, he says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And what that means is that uh, you know, sheep need to constantly have fresh grass. Fresh grass is healthy for them. It makes them grow strong. Um, it gives them energy. They, that's what they feed on. They really, you know, they feed on a little, few other things, but, but grass was really uh, a main source of their nutrition and their diet. And so he's saying, you know, God cares for uh, my health. He cares for my well-being, whether it be spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, or physically. God cares for it. And he's providing for every single need that I have, everything that I have, every source of strength, every source of, uh, you know, food or or rest comes from God. And then the second part of verse two, he leads me beside the still waters. Uh, The interesting thing about that is that uh, sheep are very timid. They get scared very easily. And uh, if you lead them beside a quick flowing uh, river or stream, they'll be too scared to even drink. And even if they're super thirsty, they won't drink from it because they're scared of the noise and of the, the movement. And so they'll, they won't drink and they'll, they'll be dehydrated even though there's plenty of water there. And God knows our weaknesses. He knows the things that we need. Uh, and he is, he's very familiar with our needs. And he'll lead us to places, uh, even in our weaknesses, that uh, he, he will empathize with our weaknesses and, and bring us to places uh, so that we can be refreshed and be encouraged. He leads us beside still waters and so that we can be refreshed so that we can rest so that we can be at peace he won't bring us to places to scare us he won't bring us to places that are too much for us that will overwhelm us that's not god's character and then uh, secondly verse three says he restores my soul he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name sake and verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So the second point I want to make about this chapter is that he is with us. He is with us. And he leads us. He leads us. And even when it seems like uh, we're going through We're going through the valley of the shadow of death. He leads us. Uh, And he, uh, in verse 3, he says, He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. God never leads us outside of righteousness. He never leads us outside of a deep relationship with him. He never leads us into a place where we're going to fall, where we're going to trip. The paths of righteousness are smooth paths are smooth, they're, they're, they don't contain uh, traps, they don't contain uh, too much brush, they don't contain uh, tr- uh, tripping hazards or uh, pits or, or dent, you know, divots in the road that we can trip on. Uh, his paths are smooth, they're, they're, they're not going to cause us to roll our ankles over and, and get hurt. 
God's paths are smooth. His the the ways, uh, the paths of righteousness are smooth paths, and He leads us over those paths for His namesake, for His own glory, for His own name, because He is righteous, and so He leads us through righteousness, so that we can recognize His righteousness. And and he'll and even when we He leads us through the valley of the shadow of death, through dark places, through hard times, through 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 uncomfortable places, the, the um, even uh, you know a shepherd will lead sheep through uh, a forest, will lead them through places that that are dangerous when there's danger on the left and the right, but it's so that he can bring us through to the other side to uh, a better place for us, a a quieter place for us, a more peaceful place for us to live, so that we can thrive. And even when we're, you know, when we're with, in those circumstances, he is with us. And the psalmist says uh, that I will fear no evil for you are with me. You know, there's danger all around me. People are against me. Um, every situations are against me. And I feel like I'm getting buried. I feel like I'm being overwhelmed and overcome. And I feel like a loser. I feel like. Uh, I'm not going to win. He says, but I, w- I won't fear because you are with me. And he says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And the rod uh, it was about a three-foot uh, rod pole that would, a wooden pole that uh, was used for protection against wolves and uh, bears and lions to protect the sheep. Uh, but also, uh, the rod was used to actually discipline the sheep. And when the sheep would go astray, when the sheep would go someplace that they weren't supposed to go, when the sheep wouldn't listen to the shepherd's voice, in order for the sheep to survive and for the health of that sheep so that the sheep wouldn't go to an unhealthy place and get eaten and tore up by wild animals, uh, by, by their predators, the shepherd would actually break the leg of the sheep, break a leg, and then carry the sheep because God isn't just, um, he doesn't just discipline us. You know, he, he is a merciful God and he loves us in every discipline that he has uh, towards us is for our good and for our benefit. He doesn't just discipline us because he because uh, he delights in seeing us squirm or seeing us get hurt. He disciplines us for our health so that we can regrow in a healthy direction. So the shepherd would break the, the, the leg of the sheep and and then carry it over their shoulders. And you've probably seen pictures of shepherds with sheep over their shoulders, and that's because the the shepherd had broken the the sheep's leg and was now carrying them because the sheep couldn't walk with a broken leg. Uh, but but don't worry, the sheep's le- legs grow, uh, they heal, and and then they f- they learn to listen to the shepherd's voice, and they learn to follow the shepherd into into the green pastures and into the still waters to the refreshing of of uh, the soul. And uh, in verse 5, um, he 
says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Something, uh, Amy Carmichael, you might have heard of her. Um, she said uh, something that really goes along with this verse, and I thought it was very, um, just a very powerful verse. Uh, Amy Carmichael said, uh, bare heights of loneliness, a wilderness whose burning winds sweep over glowing sands. What are they to him? Even there, he can refresh us. Even there, he can renew us. And and what she's saying is that uh, even in those dry areas, those desert times, those those barren times where you just feel like there's nothing good going on, there's no fruit being grown um, you're just dry and you feel lonely he says she says even there he can ref- uh, he can refresh us even there he can renew us and I just think that it's very true and it's very scriptural because um, the psalmist is saying in verse 5 that you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup runs over and even in the midst of of uh, danger, even in the midst of darkness, even in the midst of your enemies. Enemies are not just people you don't like. Enemies are people who are there to destroy you, to conquer you, to make you their slave. In the midst of those kinds of people, in the midst of those kinds of situations, and it's not just people. You know, I, I say people in a general sense, you know, situations, um, circumstances, uh demonic spirits and uh, humans who are against you, even in the midst of all these things that oppose you, um, God is there to refresh you and he's there to to strengthen you. The anointing oil that the psalmist mentions uh, was a, a strengthening thing. It came from a fat of an animal and they boiled it down to make an oil and that was uh, for their health. They put it. They used it to cook things. They used it to to wash and to refresh themselves. You know, they would put it in their hair um, to make them uh, uh, their hair healthy. And um, it was just a symbol of strength and health. And so he's saying, even in the midst of all these things, my shepherd is there, taking care of me, and and washing me, and making me strong, and refreshing my soul. Have you ever just been had a hard day, and stepped into a hot shower, and just felt so good, you just take an extra few minutes just to sit under the shower, and just relax, and let your shoulders, you know, rest, and you get that, that hot water, and that steam, and it's just so refreshing to your soul. You know, that's it, that's what God does. That's that's His nature. He is for our refreshment. He is for our health. And then, uh, that's my next point. God wants us to prosper. I think a lot of people have a a, a mindset that that God is just wants us to work and work and work and wants us to to accomplish things for him and just wants us to uh, be going here and there and 
and if we're not constantly doing things that that were not in his will and while you definitely need to be busy doing his work god has called us to do his work but he's also called us to be with him and he is concerned for our longevity he he doesn't just want us to go 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 until we burn out he wants us to win uh the marathon he wants us to win the the war not just the battle so he wants to refresh us along the way along the journey when we're busy doing work he wants to refresh us and to uh, strengthen us by his spirit to encourage us uh, so that we can grow so that we can be healthy spiritually physically uh, emotionally and mentally and lastly God is taking us to a place of ultimate rest and satisfaction. Verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The psalmist is, is he, uh, David is, is saying, you know, he, it practically, the house of the Lord at his time was the temple. So practically, in his mind, he was thinking of the temple. And so he's saying, man, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Like, that's gonna, that's the best place for me to be. That's where I find refreshment. That's where I find encouragement. That's where I find rest and um, relaxation. And But he's speaking also, not just practically, but prophetically and spiritually, um, because the temple didn't last forever. And the psalmist says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So he's not just talking practically and physically about a temple, but he's talking about a spiritual temple, which is heaven that lasts forever. And he's saying, I will dwell in that place forever, that God is taking us to a place forever where we can be with him, where we can be refreshed, where we're in his presence constantly being uh, having new revelation, going from glory to glory, seeing new parts of Him constantly, and and uh, that will be our home. That will be our resting place. That will be our resting place. And I just want to remind everybody that that this world, this earth, is not our home. That that even when you're going through things, that and God is there with you, refreshing you. Um, just remember that, that God is taking us to a better place, that that's home. This world is not our home. And so even just be refreshed with that fact that, that this world isn't our home, that the earth is not our home. We don't make our home in the world. We're here temporarily. Um, and so don't get caught up with all the worries, with all the stress of the world, find your peace in God, find your peace in his presence because you're going to be spending all of eternity in his presence uh when you die and and um so just be encouraged with that 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 god is with you god is really here to refresh you and i want you to be refreshed and uh so read this psalm read psalm 23 and just remind yourself that that god cares for you that every blessing that you ever received was from him that every encouragement you've ever received was from him whether he was speaking through a person or straight from his word 
or um, even just a, a bite of food that you had that was so refreshing and strengthening that that was from him and and that he's with you in the battle and that he's taking you to a, a greater place. That he's taking us to our, our ultimate resting place, which is heaven. So be encouraged with that. I, I believe that God wants to bring refreshment to his people. He doesn't want his people to live in a dry land, in a, a weary land, but seek the presence of God, seek his spirit, seek his uh, His uh, His glory, just seek his understanding. And because I believe that God wants to refresh his people and encourage his people today. So if you found this podcast helpful in any way, um, please like it and follow uh, my podcast, Green Pastures, on whatever platform you're using. And please, if you could share it with one or two other people who you think could benefit from it as well. And thanks to everyone who is listening. Thank you for your support and uh, for listening to this episode. I hope that you guys have a great week and a refreshing week. And I will see you next week with another podcast. Thanks again. See you later.